Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. Hi, my name is Ella Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with, with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a match marketer, my dad is the best. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the Direct Response Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the amazing good fortune of being able uh, to interview today John Spencer Ellis. John started his business his unique success story when he was sleeping on the floor of a 400-square-foot studio apartment with $2,000 to his name. He has since grown a multi-million-dollar group of companies, created over 500,000 jobs, and revolutionized the industry. John, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Let's rock and roll. Okay. Let's go back in time a little bit. Uh, how did you get started? Well, my businesses are primarily in the fitness, martial arts, and personal development space, although I dabble like any serial entrepreneur in other things. Uh, but, you know, my father got me started in, uh, in fitness. He was an entrepreneur, a bodybuilder, and a boxer. So go figure. I go do what I do now. Uh, so I started when I was very, very young, and I learned uh, the ropes. Uh, I, I remember watching the Olympics with my dad on TV. I watched... Um, you know, the Tour de France, the Ironman, uh, bodybuilding competitions, and then we'd stay up and watch the Tony Robbins infomercials <laughs> going back uh, to yep. when they, I think they were on VHS tapes back then, a uh, long time ago. And then I started uh, my business, um, in, let me see, June 1st, 1992. And yeah, I slept on the floor of my apartment, and I almost had to move back in with my parents, a fate worse than death for any young man, <laughs> uh, but somehow I pulled through. But man, that would have been horrific. Yes, yes, it would. So how did you, uh, I know the longer version obviously can fill multiple books, but how did you go from sleeping on the floor to creating over 500,000 jobs? Yeah, well, um, the word that I've used to describe what I want other people to do as well is be relentless. And I didn't go on vacation for 10 years, 10 years. I never took a break. Um, and I just would grind and grind and grind. And here's the interesting thing too. When, you know, when I started out, you know, first in fitness, I was a personal trainer. And so I moved to an area uh, that had affluent people who could afford my services. And when you surround yourself uh, with, affluent clients, and many of them were entrepreneurial or CEOs or salespeople or, um, uh, you know, tech 
people and I would work with them for an hour, three times a week. You can't just count repetitions. So over time through osmosis, I would coach them on becoming healthy and strong and mentally tough and all that. And they would teach me about business and entrepreneurship. And it was incredible. It was, it was like getting an MBA while sweating. It was awesome. <laughs> MBA while sweating. What's, yeah. That's a great way to put it. You know, there's another book right there. Exactly. What is the best advice you ever got? Uh, I've had so many awesome mentors and coaches, and I still do. Um, I'd say two things. Uh, one is uh, if our brain was so simple that we could understand it, that we would be so simple we couldn't. That's good. I like that's a right. right downer. Uh, and then another one from my father, actually, he'll be glad to know that I was actually paying attention, is that um, he says, John, make haste slowly. <laughs> In other words, <laughs> don't be hasty, but slow down and do things correctly so you don't have to go back and fix it again. Now, sometimes as an entrepreneur, you know, it's uh, ready, fire, aim, as the book uh, title goes. But you don't want to be so hasty that you screw stuff up and then you have major errors. Nothing's ever going to be perfect. However, uh, if you're too hasty, too fast, which I've done in the past, and I had to go back to that saying, then you have to go back and you know fix too many things. And it also makes you look like an amateur, which isn't good. What have been some of your biggest, biggest challenges and what did you learn from them? Biggest challenge? Hmm. Um... I don't know if it was a challenge, but I think I thought it was a challenge when I was younger. Is I, I said, I just need someone to believe in me because I believed in myself, but I thought I needed someone else to believe in me, someone who had gone before me or had earned more, learned more, done more, better connections, which I guess there was some truth to that. Um, but I, I thought that I couldn't do it alone. And, and there's always, you know, strength in numbers and, you know, there's no such thing as a solopreneur. We've all heard those things. And I think there's some truth to that. So I always thought that I needed someone who had gone before me to believe in me, to partner with me or guide me or mentor me or something like that. Um, so that was, that was a lesson. And there is some truth to that. And then sometimes that doesn't always apply. Another important lesson is um, never stop learning. Never, 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 never stop learning. As soon as you think you got it figured out, um, you start being complacent and you get in trouble and you start slacking off. And that's when there's someone just slightly younger, hungrier, more enthusiastic than you, and they're going to surpass you. And so um, that's why I had, to, I had to learn that. And that's where the relentless part came in. So if I thought if I took a break, someone else would get ahead. And I thought if I would get up a little earlier and stay a little later and learn one more thing, I would be that much further ahead of the people who are trying to crush you, uh, metaphorically and literally. Um, and so that's, that's a good lesson as well is just, you know, never, never stop. Don't be complacent. It doesn't mean you're not happy. It doesn't mean you don't, you can't feel fulfilled, but don't get complacent. Don't get complacent. Awesome. What do you like best about your business now? Well, it's been 24 years, which is hard to believe. Uh, so in 24 years, I've been able to 
actually downsize the operation but increase revenue and profit margins. Uh, and I did that by uh, streamlining operations, um, going cloud-based, uh, which is funny. It's basically just someone else's computer, but, but you, don't, you don't have to have all the hardware. When I first started out and I was doing the educational programs, you know, I, it, it was, I had VHS, then it was DVDs, and we had pamphlets and spiral-bound notebooks. And now it's uh, Vimeo, learning management systems, uh, downloads, interactive PDF, and nonlinear online learning, you know, so it's... It's come a long way, and I'm able to work from home 100% of the time, and I can actually work from anywhere in the world. I travel a lot now. Um, I, I lived in Barcelona for a while. <clears throat> Actually, it was two years ago I did that. I can't believe it's been that long now. Um, so I get to do my day, structure my day, and be wherever I want, any way I want, any time I want. It doesn't mean I don't work hard because I still work as hard as I ever have, but it's a lot more fun because I get to determine how every day will flow. When I wake up, when I work out, who I'll work with, and how things will flow. So to me, that feels awesome, and that is worth a lot, because it's always about quality of life. Because if I earned 20% more, but I was miserable, that 20% would mean nothing. Absolutely excellent point. How do you, with all what is constantly changing in the industry, how do you stay on top of it all? I am an education junkie. <clears throat> I um, also wait. I have to first. I have to say, I have an awesome team. I have I have a great team of people, and they all work remotely as well. Um, so they're super smart in everything they do and they all know more than me in their area of expertise so they stay uh on top of what's going on for me um i read dozens of books a year um i listen to probably 4 to 5 hours of podcast and educational videos or webinars a day sounds crazy but it's true um so i i do thousands of hours of continuing education and industry research every year. And, and I still can't keep up. So if someone's not doing that, I don't know how they think they're possibly going to know what's going on. And I also am involved uh, in about five different masterminds. And that helps a lot. Absolutely. Always good to be in a room with people of like minds who are smart, as smart or smarter than you are. That's awesome. Yeah. What's the best advice you've ever given? Um, you're only limited by your creativity and what you believe is possible. You're only limited by your creativity and what you believe is possible. That is a writer downer. Um, how do you manage the financial aspects of a company that is so large and affects so many people? It's actually a lot more simplistic than people would think. Um, from the outside, it looks very complex, and in some ways it is. And then in other ways, it's incredibly streamlined. Everything is centralized. Um, we have a central hub of operation. Uh, we have a simple cart system. We've unified the email, the CRM. We have a custom database that's done. Um, we've actually scale down our, our team by like 70%, which is awesome. And we're more productive, which is, is crazy, but because everyone knows what, what they're doing. Um, 
I also I have a uh, a bookkeeper, uh, uh, an office manager, and and then I have a, a financial planner who's also a CPA, and I have a business attorney, and I have a business coach. And so with all of that, um, I'm able to manage things very well. And actually, one of the masterminds I'm in is all about wealth creation, investment. Um, tax mitigation, buying gold, Bitcoin, internationalization, uh, multinational business, asset protection, all that kind of stuff. That is very, very cool. Who is an ideal client for you? Well, my company has so many different divisions. So I would just say, you know, something from, you know, the fitness or coaching industry is someone, my, my ideal client or customer is someone who is either in the health, fitness, wellness, nutrition type industry, or wants to get in that industry, and they want quality, scientific-based education, but something that's delivered in an easily digestible, um, understandable format, but then also the business, the marketing, the branding, and technology support so they can grow their career. Um, you know, the the average you know fitness trainer at a gym might make $30,000 a year, but some of my clients and students, you know, are making, you know, 1.5 million a year doing roughly the same amount of work in the fitness industry. And some make a lot more and some make a lot less, but, um, you know, those stories are not all that uncommon because we teach them not just how to, uh, be a great trainer or a coach, but how to build their brand, manage their finances, invest in real estate as part of it as well. That's what I do in my mastermind. I teach them all that too. So that's where I do a lot of my stuff ultimately is, is going into real estate investment from these revenue streams from the other businesses. So it's all those things. I hope I answered your question. I kind of went astray there. That's quite all right. Uh, what is the first step you would want that ideal client to take to start consuming John Spencer Ellis? Uh, consuming. God, that sounded cannibalistic. Um, uh, you know, we have different sites, but my site, which is my name, johnspencerellis.com, is the hub as well. And from there, you can see all the different things that we offer and, and you know, webinars and the, the different schools and divisions and uh, my uh, Facebook coaching group and all that kind of stuff. It's all there, johnspencerellis.com. Anything else you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? Hmm. You know, I think... There's never been a greater time for entrepreneurship uh, than right now, regardless, you know, what type of training or coaching you do or, or if you do anything else. But look, the reality is that the world is changing. Some people like the way it's changing. Some people don't. Some people love certain aspects some people hate certain aspects. And all of that is completely understandable. But there are some undeniable truths. One is that taxes are going up, and it's highly unlikely they'll ever go down. Think about the time in history that's happened. It hasn't. Okay, I'll save you some time there. That hasn't. <laughs> so taxes are going to go up. They're going to be uh, more government controls and more structure, uh, not in good structure for employees. Um, their taxes and their opportunities are going to be more limited. Uh, you're going to be defined by what your company allows you to do. Um, and um, there's also multinational opportunities for entrepreneurs through the Internet and through globalization and um, uh, unification of different currency, whether that be good or bad. You have to take advantage of it. So, so entrepreneurship 
is now. And if you don't do it, you're going to get screwed in taxes. You're going to be denied opportunity. And you're going to be, unfortunately, a cog in the machine rather than a driver of the new economy. Awesome advice. Fascinating interview. I've got pages of notes. I'm sure our listeners do, too. Thank you so much, John Spencer Ellis of johnspencerellis.com. We really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you, everyone. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.